Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Rose, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, the dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, how the hell are you? <sighs> Frustrated with fucking computers and bullshit, but other than that, I'm, uh, I'm okay. Yeah. This happens to us maybe once a quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where it tends to be your computer melts down. Uh-huh. I blame yeah. that on the fact that it's Windows. Uh, yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> but then about once a quarter, my audacity melts down and doesn't uh-huh. record like two minutes for some weird reason, and then everything's off kilter. So, uh-huh. so yeah, it's, it's a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever uh, fall down YouTube rabbit holes? Uh, I, I have. It's been a while since the last yeah. time. I, I try to avoid it because I know it'll happen, so why? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I fell what? down one okay. a, a, about a week ago. Um, yeah. Just watching some stand-up comedy stuff. Okay. Uh, I, I feel like I learn a lot about delivery and whatnot for speaking um, from oh, some stand-up sure. comics, not oh, everybody. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And so, you know, you, you watch a video on YouTube, and on the, the right-hand side of the page is sort of suggestions for you, right? And so that's okay. sort of where the rabbit hole starts. So yeah. I was watching some Neil Brennan stuff, and Neil Brennan is um, uh, Dave Chappelle's writing partner and oh, okay. uh, co-creator of The Chappelle Show. Nice. And an amazing stand-up. And relatively new to stand-up, but just has some stuff that's killer. And so I was watching some Neil Brennan. And somehow, I came across a video when I was falling down the rabbit hole Uh from a a comic I had never heard of. Okay. And I've become obsessed with this guy. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. I showed this to you. Uh-huh. I showed it to Mike Totola. Okay. I showed it to Andrea. And I'm going to use Jackson Pollock as an example. You know who Jackson oh. Pollock, the artist, I, is? I do. Number nine. Yeah. So to some people, it just looks like throwing paint at a canvas, right? That's yeah, pretty much what it is. But to other people, they look at it and they're like, <laughs> oh, Genius, the intensity, the creativity, the, the social commentary. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of how I feel about this guy. Okay. Is I looked at this and I, I watched this four minute clip. Uh huh. And I thought to myself, That's the greatest stand up four minute set I've ever seen in my life. It's a tight four. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I sent it to you. Yeah. And I did not get a response. You got no re- <laughs> I know. So I'm curious to know what you thought before we get into the discussion of it and okay. I have everybody go look at it and we talk about it. Okay. Just I, off the top of your head without without spoiling anything or whatever, mm-hmm. you watch this. Tell me what your thoughts are. I, I'm sure it's one of the things I need to listen, watch it a few more times to just appreciate it. Um, I, I didn't, I, I didn't think it was that funny m- at all. So 
I mean, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of insults, so there's that. I, I'm thinking that it's actually performance art. Okay. More than it, I, it's it's stand up. Uh huh. But I think it's a larger performance art project. Okay. <laughs> so let me let the listeners in on this. This okay. is going to change y'all's lives. I guarantee it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> the comedian's name is Alonzo Hamburger Jones. And I uh, made a link to... Uh, he only has... He has no internet footprint whatsoever, really? short of two sets from Deaf Comedy Jam, two four-minute sets from different Deaf Comedy Jams on YouTube. Uh-huh. One eight-minute set at some deli in Brooklyn from like 2009. Really? And then a appearance that he made on... Some sort of yo mama battle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That has to be in the 90s at some point. Okay. So, no footprint whatsoever. No Twitter account, no Sochmeads. Really? No website. So, is this an alias and he's really got a profile under a different name and I don't know I, I, I'm slowly becoming fascinated by this guy okay now I'm getting so curious the, the the number one hit is a deaf comedy jam set that he did in what has to be 1992 <laughs> um, just judging by the clothes that everybody's wearing is he wearing uh, parachute pants and he's whole- wearing like a a, a um, Hammy don't hammer don't Kunta cloth vest and a yellow uh, turtleneck with yeah like big sort of uh, baggy 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 jeans. So just to make it easy, so for you guys to find the right link and to find the right video, just go to bit.ly/hamburgerjones. Bit.ly/hamburgerjones. All one word, hamburger Jones. All one word, hamburger Jones. Bit.ly/hamburgerjones. No capitals. No capitals, all lowercase. All right. Feel free to pause the show, go watch this video, and then come back. All right, you're back. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, apparently, the Uh thing I love about this guy, first off. Yeah. You've never, you know, no one else is ever going to have seen this set before. Uh Uh-huh. The first thing you notice is the black guy wearing a big cowboy hat. Uh Uh-huh. So that's sort of gimmick one. That's like, okay, that's his gimmick, is black guy wearing cowboy hat. Uh-huh. Which we've seen a little bit, like Cowboy Troy, who's kind of the country black rapper, right? Okay, yeah. Um, you've seen a couple of the, you know, the, the here and there. Right. But I, I'm guessing back in the 90s, this was, he was the guy. He was the black guy that wore a cowboy hat. Okay. So there's his gimmick, right? Right. You're so wrong. It turns out to not be his gimmick. He actually has two gimmicks. His gimmick is that he says hamburger before and after every joke. Hamburger. Oh, my. Ever. So this video starts with him coming out in the most 90s outfit possible. Uh-huh. The vest that I'm sure Lance had. I, I, I can actually just see Lance in this outfit in like 1991. I might have had two. 
Yeah, so I mean something similar, <laughs> like maybe reverse colors or something. Uh-huh. And he starts with some uh he what's the first word of his set? Hamburger. Hamburger. Every set that I've seen, <laughs> the first thing he says when he walks out is hamburger. Then he starts uh, with so, what looks to be very rehearsed crowd work because in the other two sets that he has on YouTube, he makes the same jokes. So about Halloween, oh, really? okay. yeah, and the Jamaican uh, uh, Jamaican valet or something like that, Jamaican parking attendant. Okay. And then literally after every joke, hamburger. No explanation on why he says hamburger. None. Just nothing. One thing I noticed, though, is that the audience, uh-huh. when he walked out before he said anything at all, uh-huh. they were, like, yelling hamburger. Yeah, yeah. That It was – I was wondering, where where have I been? Why am I not aware of this man's popularity? And that's why you saying he has no social media presence, no internet presence, is baffling. I mean, granted, wow. we're not in his demo. No, no. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's seriously – and he's like his his four minutes is from a stand up perspective. It's not very good. No, <laughs> not very well laid out. Uh, we have a weird radio bit that he goes into, and he's uh-huh. making Michael Jackson jokes, which is somewhat oddly prescient for nineteen ninety two. Just, but not super well done, and he's killing it. The right. crowd loves every single time he says hamburger. There, I mean, he just yeah. there. He's crushing it. That's it, that's what makes me think this is performance art. Okay. The the no the no internet presence. The double gimmick of cowboy hat saying, and then the ridiculousness of saying hamburger before and after every single joke. And the fact that the crowd is loving it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it's, something. It's like, it's almost as if there's a glitch in the matrix, right? <laughs> okay. And yeah, yeah. in another alternate reality, this guy's Martin Lawrence. Right, right. Yeah. Right? But like, somehow there's a glitch in the matrix. And so just a couple of these videos made it over to our dimensions YouTube. Okay. All right. But in another dimension, he's like the S- Steve Harvey. Yeah. He's the Bernie Mac. He's the Martin Lawrence, whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's the only explanation I have for this. Okay. That, How that, does somebody not have a website? Right, right. I, there is a fake uh, parody, Alonzo Hamburger Jones, Twitter account. Oh. But it says tw- this is a parody account. And it's okay. just a bunch of tweets like, boy, I really love hamburgers. <laughs> Which is probably okay. really what his Twitter account would be like if he did have one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> it looks like he did do a show Okay. on February 15th of 2019. Huh. Uh, it says Beats Entertainment presents That's So Funny comedy show, February 15, 2019, starring from Deaf Comedy Jam, Alonzo Hamburger Jones, featuring Aaliyah Ford, hosted by Light Skinned Bobby Brown. That's what it says. I did not, I, that was not editorializing Ooh. by me. That's just what I said. Okay. 
Crowd Control by DJ Derek. <laughs> Doors open at 7, shows at 8, bring your own food. And BYOB. Not just bring BYOB, bring your own food. This was in the Purpose Center at Dannon in Birmingham, Alabama. So he's still touring. Oh. And the picture, guess what he's wearing? Uh, cowboy hat and cowboy uh, hat. Still got it going, yeah. dude. Still got it going. That's it. That's the only. There's no, literally no footprint of this guy at all, besides the. <laughs> at Alonzo Hamburger on Twitter, <laughs> and the and the the uh, bio just says Hamburger. This is a parody account. <laughs> Latest tweet, August 1st, 2012. I really like hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is the greatest thing. It's just the greatest thing I've ever seen. That's what makes me think this is performance art. Huh. It's uh, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So, please, everybody go. Go and watch bit.ly slash Hamburger Jones. And... Uh, Prepare huh. to prepare to laugh. Looks like a Family Guy even made fun of him on one episode. No, really, he was yeah. on Family Guy. Yeah, former comedian. Uh, when Peter and Carter travel to Africa after Carter oh, is scammed in an effort to get his work. money back, scammed Yankees. They find Jones now as African warlord, <laughs> <laughs> brutalizing a village of children. <laughs> Tough luck. I can't. Oh my God. Oh, uh, but still can't resist adding his catchphrase of hamburger at the end of every sentence. <laughs> of course. I mean, that's like the joke, but that's such a deep pull. How would anybody know that reference? I guess you have to go search for it, but I guess there's just nothing. There's no footprint. Lance Timmerman has about a thousand, 2,500 more hits than this guy has. Yeah. This guy was on Def Comedy Jam multiple times. Uh huh. <laughs> it's in, I mean, it's 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 baffling. There, this has to be evidence of quantum theory, right? Oh, multiple yeah, dimensions, multiple realities. Sounds sounds about right. This has to be it. We found it. I'm uh, Lance and Josh. Um, please accept our nomination for <laughs> Nobel Prize in Physics. That's right. Because Alonzo Hamber, our discovery of Alonzo Hamburger Jones, has verified and proven quantum theory in multiple dimensions done <laughs> would we be the only dental podcast to win a nobel prize if oh that, yeah if that were to happen <laughs> that would be a fair assumption yeah. you don't think the dental guys are going to wrap one up before we do uh, they might <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to see those selfies yeah, can't wait be- to see those <laughs> lance this is an advice show apparently we answer your questions. We answer questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? We do not. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best dental lab jacket of all time? Because you want to know the dickies. Makes the best dental white lab jacket of Damn all straight. time. Damn straight. 
Damn straight. And I say we don't want those questions. That was literally our first question last week, so <laughs> keep them coming. Right, right. Uh, we want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. I actually have two really great um, uh, listener questions. Uh-huh. Um, at least one of them is going to take a whole show. So I'm <laughs> saving that for next week okay. uh, because it's great. Um, question one. Uh, let me see who asked this because I, I did not note that down. Mm. Um, here Do we need comes. to an- anonymize them? No, we don't need to. Okay. Tahir asks, Okay. patient is in the chair. Her crown is not back from the lab. How do you fix this problem? Asking for a friend, frowny <laughs> face emoji. Uh, Lance. I wish I could say this has never happened to me. However, it occasionally will happen. And I go, Can I- shit. I, I lose my shit. Here's what here's what I would do. Okay. Well, I, tell me what you've done because this has happened to you. This has not happened to me. Yeah, I, I look for how, how does how does this happen? Why are they here without it? Like we yes. we're supposed to have how protocols. does it happen, Lance? We're supposed to have it where we check the week before. Um, you know, Wednesday we're looking at next week, looking at uh, that they're already checked in, and and we put a little L, we use Dentrix, so we put a little L when we have it here, so we know that it's here. Uh, half the time we are calling patients once it's here to make that appointment. Um, we've had some issues right recently with the lab not being there on time, so we're like, you know, we'll just call you when it gets here. We can get you fit you in, no problem. So the fact that they were in the schedule, this was during a time we were right now we're pre-appointing, but uh, at the time that this last one happened, we I, I thought this is virtually impossible to to do because we're supposed to not even even called them until it was here. So how did this happen? And of course, nobody, everybody's pointing fingers. No one, can no one ever it. has an answer. No one yeah. ever has an answer. So, I mean, so what I did you ha- do? I, I just went straight up to Mrs. Jones. I really got to apologize. It's, it's not here. Um, we're going to have to reappoint and eat crow and, uh, sorry. Yeah. So we don't uh, we don't appoint until I get a tracking number from the lab. Okay. So that's sort of our deal. When I get an email or the the team gets an email with a tracking number, that's that's when we appoint. Okay. Because there's they're not going to be able to get in. It's two day shipping, so they're no matter what they're not going to get in. We don't have openings within that amount of time. Uh huh. Um, and and we would never bring up a crown seat unless they knew that the lab you know that the lab case was there. So this is something that's right. never really happened to me. So I think that's it. Like, don't pre-schedule this. Uh-huh. Schedule it when you know it's going to get here. Because you just don't know what's going to happen. You know, the lab could, the margin might chip while they're milling it. And so they got to mill it again. And, you know, yeah. it gets thrown back, thrown back to the end of the line. Or, you know, there's just a lot of things that can happen. It, it, you know, they can make it all the way through. Crown is made. And then it fails QC, quality control. And they got to remake it, right? Uh-huh. Or UPS, you know, doesn't pick it up or loses it, right? I mean, it's exactly. a lot of stuff that can happen. Yeah, yeah. But, just, but I even have the protocol for us is when we set up the, the room. The very I tell my my assistant the first thing you do is you grab the case. Yeah, yeah. Don't waste your time setting up all the disposables and all that unless you know it's there. Yeah. So how's this for even worse? I had the patient. I get him numb. I take the t- temp off. Oh, I do everything. That's a tough look. And then she goes to get it. And, and it's it, not there. It wasn't the the lab had sent something back asking for something else, and it wasn't even the case. Uh, and and I'm like, very tough luck. Yeah, what? you yeah. look like an idiot at that yeah. point. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I had to fire that assistant. Seattle Protocol was Seattle real, Protocol real quick. Um, obviously, I mean, I'm assuming that Tahir's not this. We got this question on like at the end of March. Okay. So, I mean, I'm assuming the patient's still not sitting in the chair. Like, he's yeah. just waiting for us to tell him what to do. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but let's pretend. Let's uh-huh. in the event. Um, you know, you got to burn a little time with a patient. A little for crowd sure. work. Just walk in the, walk in the operatory. Just First say, words out of your mouth. Hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> and just start roasting the, you know, roasting the, uh-huh. the people in the operatory. Just start uh-huh. making fun of your assistant. Yeah. Make fun of the patient in her shoes. Ask her uh, if it's Halloween. Tell her happy Halloween. Uh, I guess inferring that she looks like she's wearing a Halloween costume. Um, yeah. You know, patients love that. Uh, I have a hygienist who knows how to juggle, so I'd probably oh. bring her in for a little bit. Uh huh. Any other? Uh, I'm trying to think if I have any other talents. Uh, so oh, I, I puppets. I like shadows. So I, yeah, you know. sha- yeah. It depends. <laughs> my my operatory is too much natural light, though, so mm-hmm. I, I'd have a hard time casting any shadows unless it were you know like late into the evening. Gotcha. Um, I have an assistant who's really into true crime podcasts. Oh. And and she can just list off about 75 of them that you should listen to and why and what her thoughts are on each of them and who her prime suspects are. Gotcha. Uh, so she could really just, you know, uh, educate this patient on all things related to the Oxygen Network and uh, headline news, um, uh, forensic files, all nice. those sorts of things, all that okay. true crime sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, Trying to think what else. Um, oh, I do have I, I do have a front desk employee who does um, makeup instructional videos on the internet. Oh, really? On, okay. Yeah, like on uh, Instagram and such. Oh, I should probably uh, get the, her deets because my daughter follows all those people. Yeah, yeah, and so she could show her like how to do a smoky eye. Is that still a thing? A smoky eye? I think so. I think it goes so, with yeah. the wings. I mean, you just trot everybody in to kind of do their thing. Uh huh. Um, and maybe and they won't notice that they didn't. They walked out with no new crown. <laughs> after I'm telling my 14th joke that uh-huh. starts and ends with hamburger, then uh, yeah, I think the patient would be like, "Yeah, I'm just going to come back another time." Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So really, problem is solved at that point because they've left. Yeah. On their own, I think. Uh, real advice here is just don't book freaking patients till you get the case in or till you know it's like Alfred delivery. Yeah. That's a tough one. I just yeah. don't, I, I love my lab. Don't get me wrong. I love my labs that I uh-huh. work with. They're yeah. great. However, I understand that, that's, that shiz happens. Uh huh. And I, I just don't want to cut it that close. In fact, we won't ever deliver anything. Or, or schedule anything like even the same day, you know, not not even in the afternoon. If we're, if we're getting right. the case on a Monday, we don't schedule it until at least Tuesday afternoon. Like right. 24 yep. hours after it's supposed to be here, right? Yep. Very safe. Yeah, you just got to get really tight on that. That's 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 a killer. That's, a, I, that's something that patients are pissed off to begin with uh-huh. about having to come back for a crown. They got to make two, two visits. Yep. And so now you've made it three. That's really tough. Yeah. No win. No win at all. It's a tough look for you. Very tough. Um, so to hear, uh, learn how to juggle and watch the Hamburger Jones videos. <laughs> Show the patient the Hamburger Jones videos, and yeah. then you guys can get into trying to figure out if he's real. Is this an alternate universe? What's happening here? Yeah. Perfect. Oh, man. 
Next question's a little interesting. I had to get some backup information on this next question. So bear with me. All right. Jason asks, your assistant is engaging in risky slash potentially dangerous activities on dating sites. What is your place to respond as a concerned adult slash boss? So we get this question. Uh Uh-huh. And my first reaction is... It ain't my place to respond anyhow. Yeah, I, I get my fingers in my ears and, and hum. Right. I mean, you you do you, lady, and uh-huh. I don't want to hear about it as long as you don't bring it to work. Yep. No problemo. You do whatever you want. Yep. So I reached out to Jason, and I asked him a little bit more information about this. Okay. Here's what he told me. It gets a little more interesting. Okay. He has an assistant uh, who frequently uh, uses the website or the app, whatever it is. I don't really know. uh, Tinder, right? The dating app, website, whatever. Okay, yeah. And her normal play, at least a couple of times, Uh has been she, I I guess you make connections on Tinder. I'm not really sure exactly how it works. Okay. But she makes a connection with a guy. And to kind of meet the guy in a safe situation... She gets them to come in for a new patient exam at oh. the office. Oh, and uh, meets him while she's taking the full mass series of radiographs. So well, she's bringing these people in that she doesn't really know. But you're making money off of her. That's right. Nice. I I was sort <laughs> of like I'm failing to see the problem here. Yeah, I mean, um, but I like guess it's it's. Um, I, I I can see where it's coming from for him is that she's now involving him in her dating life by this. She's basically having her first dates at work. Yeah, okay. And getting paid for it. I, I'm having less of a problem. And now Jason is invited to the first date and has to kind of deal with it. <laughs> well, there's that. Right, so <laughs> I guess I can kind of see that. Yeah. Here's the, here's the thing. Okay. It, I, tell me your thoughts because I, I, my hunch is I think we're going in the same place. So you tell me what you think, and I'll see if we get there. Well, at first, I'm thinking about making a Tinder account now and, uh, and my new marketing thing. You know, we can do direct mail. I can do radio spots and Tinder. Can we get someone like Vin? No, we need somebody better than Vin <laughs> okay. at Photoshop to Photoshop your face onto Wade's body without a go. T-shirt on, without a shirt on. Uh, our good Dickie's, buddy, Dickie's jacket. Yeah, we're in the Dickie's jacket, but uh-huh. with no shirt on underneath right. it. Yeah. Could we get our good buddy Wade Pilling to model and kind of be the the abs behind I'm the sure. tender oh, yeah. uh, marketing uh, phenomenon? I'm sure he'd be he'd be all for it. I so so you're this this might be kind of prime uncharted real estate, what we would call a market inefficiency, where no other dentist, an area where no other dentist is doing marketing. Exactly. Exactly. Would you call that ground marketing? (laughs) Grassroots? It's, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's way. uh. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think of a good joke about like missionary on the ground marketing, um, (laughs) something like that, you know, Uh something... Some sort of sexual position on the ground marketing. Right, right. Um, well, Tinder, in, a way, in a way, it's a three-way with Jason, the assistant, and the date, right? Yeah, that's a tough one from an <laughs> HR perspective. Okay, all right. 
<laughs> I would not answer that. I would not say. I would not like if uh, if if your uh, workman's comp and your uh-huh. other insurances like had a questionnaire about this. Uh-huh. I wouldn't maybe answer that. Okay. I mean, if you have a needle stick, is uh, something's going to get stick. <laughs> something's going to get a stick for sure. Yeah. Um. I'm all for I you know I'm I, like I've I've talked about before uh-huh. you know if if somebody comes in and they need a full mouth rehab and they're signing up for it uh-huh. they they get to bend the rules a little bit as far as as behavior goes right oh yeah for sure um hundred percent to to a certain extent yeah. but but yeah you know I mean the rules are a little different if you're coming in for a 19 ob versus a full mouth rehab like yeah you get some more things extended to you. Yeah. Some more courtesies extended to you. You get a wider berth uh-huh. of of um, social norms, I guess. Right? Yeah. You can yeah. be a little quirky, and I'm cool as long as the the check clears. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. This this I'm cool with, especially if patients need treatment. Yeah. And All do it, and say yes, and pay for it, and come back and do it. Right? Yeah. I, I I do see the potential for awkward situations where she's not interested anymore and they need some treatment and now they don't want to see you. Yeah, yeah. you got to schedule so, them on a day that she's it's a yeah, day she, off or something. Yeah. Well, you've got to get her involved in this. Like, hey, if there's some treatment needs, you're going to have to suck it up and pretend you're interested for a little while. Suck it up. I Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hamburger. Um <laughs> I do kind of, are the guys consenting to this? I guess is my question. Do they know what's happening? Do they know where they're coming? Is she telling them like, hey, is she just giving them an address? (laughs) Come to this address and then they show up and they're like, oh, this is a dental office. (laughs) Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting an exam. I, you know, like, do they know going into it? Yeah, that, that sort of would be my caveat. That that probably would be. Yeah, you good can't you can't yeah. surprise them with that. Like, yeah. they have to know what they're like. Hey, I'm at work. I'm a dental assistant. Why don't you come in and get an exam? That way, we get a chance to meet, uh-huh. and then we can go out later. Whatever. If they know they're coming for exam, I'm kind of cool with all of this. Yeah, if they walk in with their lounge suit and they're bathed in high karate, maybe it. Is that the, still on the market? Is that a thing? I don't know. Do some research. Is that at aftershave, right? I think so. I gotta tell you something, Lance, and, and this is maybe because I grew up basically without a father. Okay. So I, I didn't have anybody to like teach me how to shave. I kind of had to learn all that stuff myself, like how to okay. use how to use a deodorant and you know, like all just everything, right? Like okay. all the all the sure. guy, I had to learn all that on my own. All we right. didn't have the internet really, so was, like, I couldn't just go to Wikipedia and look it up. Right. So I've never used aftershave in my life. Oh, really? What's the point? I don't understand. So my experience with aftershave is Kevin McAllister, right, from <laughs> Home Alone. Right, right. That's all I, that's all I know about. I'm uh-huh. four years old. That's still all I know about it. Okay. No, it, it, so uh, tell me everything. Papa Lance, tell me everything I need to know about aftershave. Well, the razor can burn, and so the aftershave can soothe the skin. So why does Kevin scream when he puts it on? Because it stings a little bit when you first put it on, but it's it's a good kind of sting. You kind of like look, pegging. Look for, 
Just like pegging. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> there should be an aftershave called pegging. There should be. I, I think we found our, our next Sting's market. so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, high karate, and it's, I always thought it was like high, H-I-G-H, uh, like oh. I got high, but no, it's it's like, hey, H-A-I. hey, H-A-I, yeah. hey, hey, karate was a budget aftershave sold in the United States and the United Kingdom from the 1960s to the 1980s. It was reintroduced to the UK under official license in late 2014 by Health Point LTD. So, Lance, you're going to have oh. to go over to Manchester to get it. You there can't we go. Get it here. All right. Challenge Originally accepted. developed by Pfizer. Really? I tell you, they, huh. they, they know a little something about romance and ladies. Let me they just tell might. You. I think they do. Um, it competed successfully with such other brands as Aqua Velva, Old Spice, Jaguar, <laughs> English Leather, British Sterling, Dante, and Brute. Before fading away in the 80s. Huh. I did not know. Wow. It came with a small defense instruction, self-defense instruction <laughs> booklet. <laughs> sold with each bottle to help wearers fend off women. <laughs> that is <laughs> buck wild. High Karate's best remembered today for its television adverts and its marketing plan. The small self-defense instruction booklet sold with each <laughs> bottle to help wearers fend off women that's that, not said in like quotation marks it's not sarcasm that is said in all seriously that is funny i have told patients but if we're gonna do a smile makeover and i said you know when we're done i'm gonna have to give you a stick i'm like what it's gonna beat up all the women because they're gonna be coming after you <laughs> do they ever believe you they get to the end where's my fucking where's stick, my fucking stick? <laughs> wow Hi, karate. Any of our English listeners, cop us some of that and yeah, and send it to us. <laughs> I'd like to smell this. I'd like to try. Can you use aftershave? You have a beard. So I trim my beard and then I kind of shave my neck. Hmm. So I don't have a neck beard. Right. I could use it there, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi, karate. There you go. Interesting. What the hell were we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, the sex jun- dungeon at oh, Jason's office. That's right. That's right. Jeez. <laughs> so yeah, Jason, I'm kind of cool with this. Like, yeah. I'm you call me progressive, yeah. um, but I'm I'm kind of down. I'm down with this. I, I like the hustle. I admire totally. the hutzpah. Yeah, I admire the hutzpah. Any anybody getting in new patients? I'm I'm down for sure. I am down. Reddit user rr nine zero zero one three asks, "How long should I wait after a dental cleaning before performing oral sex?" Is eight hours enough? There was some visible blood in my saliva for 30 minutes after the cleaning. Thanks. How, how soon is now? <laughs> we talk about it every time we have a question like this. Uh-huh. I grew up too early. How much oral sex is happening? I know. I don't get it. This is like... Literally. I... I I'm not playing coy. I'm not. I, I'm not pretending. I'm not being a, a you know, playing a, a good boy on the street, uh-huh. freaking the sheets kind of thing. Seriously speaking, I have not experienced this much oral sex going around. It's it's apparently a thing. Is it generational? What is uh, the deal? I can only assume. And I, with three daughters, I kind of don't want to know. No, you definitely don't want to know. No. 
You should stay off of just Reddit in yeah. general. <laughs> it's, as a rule, yeah. Again, it makes Aaron brought this up on episode sixty nine that uh-huh. we probably should like have some post op sheets that have some information on this. And and I, yeah. maybe a brochure that says, So you want to suck a dick? question mark. <laughs> and then just has like, did you what did you just have done? Filling, cleaning, SCRP, extraction. Like when is it cool to do that again? Um, I, I can see it like an after school special, the title. A so very special a episode. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to suck a dick. Can we get is Maya Bialik available for this? <laughs> she should be. I think I think she I don't I haven't seen Maya in anything since Blossom. <laughs> oh, she's in uh, uh a Big Bang Theory. Oh what? I see yeah. I'm, I've never watched that show. Yeah, she's Sheldon's girlfriend, wife. They got married. Maya I don't know how to spell it. M A Y I M. B-I-A-L-I-K. Or just Blossom. Yeah. IMDB. Mayam Chaya Bialik is an American actress, author, and neuroscientist? Oh, yeah. She's... What? Oh, yeah. That was that was big news. You missed that one? I missed this one. Yeah, yeah. She's a doctor. Like, super smart. No. All right. Hold on. She's also one that I believe uh, believes in breastfeeding until you're like in junior high. <laughs> I don't. All right. Hold on. I've got uh-huh. to get more information on this PhD in neuroscience. Okay. It doesn't. All right. Oh, she earned a BS degree in neuroscience with oh, a minor in Hebrew and Jewish studies. Well, all Take right. one look at her. <laughs> She looks more Jewish than her friend Rich Rosenblatt, which is tough to do. Right, right. Um, as Bialik states, she didn't have the grades needed for medical school, so she went to study for a doctorate in neuroscience. She took a break to return to acting. Oh, she returned to earn her PhD from okay. UCLA in 2007. So she does have her PhD. Her dissertation was an investigation of hypothalamic activity in patients with Prader-Willi syndrome, entitled oh, Hypothalamic Regulation in, rela- in Relation to Maladaptive Obsessive-Compulsive Affiliative and satiate, satiety, satiety, sure. like satiated, satiety, yeah. yeah, behaviors in Prater Willie syndrome. Hamburger. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, she's like a legitimate, yeah, like brain. She is. Check out the big brain on Blossom. <laughs> cool. I had no idea. I had no idea she was still relevant. Good for her. Yeah. I don't remember rubbing it out to Blossom as a kid. <laughs> I don't know if that happened. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't remember Blossom being no. like, "Oh wow, super hot." Right, but I do remember there being a lot of special episodes of Blossom, like when she got her period. And stuff there like were that. quite a few special episodes. Quite a few. Um, I'm trying to find a picture of her like from Blossom, and I, there's really just not much of anything. There's more pictures of. Oh, here's one. I had to get really deep down in there. She's wearing a hat with a flower on it. It's a tough look. Yeah, no, there was definitely, like, this is, yeah. Tracy Gold from Growing Pains, way hotter. Oh, yeah. At that time. Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's got this, uh, she's got a, she's she's cute now. Yeah. She's not stunningly beautiful, but she's cute. Right. She's attractive, I would say. There you go. She's attractive. She's no Scarlett Johansson, but she's attractive. There you go. What were you talking about? Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, oral sex after cleaning. (laughs) Um, 
I don't know where this person lives. So let's just say normal American city, not New York or San Francisco, someplace like that, right? So normal American city where you would leave a dentist office and get in your car and drive home. What would you say the average dental patient probably goes to an office within, would you say, five miles of their house? Within five miles? Usually within five miles of house or work. Yeah, something like that. So they are a 15-minute drive probably from where they're going. Okay. Are we to believe that that 15 minutes before getting home is too long and they want to know if they can do it like in the parking lot? Is that because that's kind of how I read this? It's that's a potential issue, but it's it's, uh, it's more of how quickly can I do this? Yeah, yeah. Not I, that's how I kind of read this, but then it does say is eight hours enough? Right, right. So like cleaning at eleven, date at nine, eight o'clock that night. So yeah, I can yeah. see. Yeah, maybe, but. There was some visible blood in my saliva for 30 minutes after cleaning. Thanks. Um, it Would it surprise you to learn, Lance, that at one point I was a super horny college student? Like super horny 20-something-year-old guy. Would it surprise you to know that? Yes. So let's say, and, and back in my day, uh-huh. uh, at uh, when I went to college, uh, the, the sort of, we didn't have texting Right, right. Um, Many of us didn't have cell phones. I didn't get a cell phone until 2001. So I'd been in college like three years before I had a cell phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, But you were sucking dick right after your cleaning time. Yo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So so for us, the the preferred method of communication was um, AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, okay. AIM, as we called it. Gotcha. And uh, so if I was, you know, chatting with a, with a, a young lass, uh-huh. maybe say at Scottish Rights Dorm um, over on West Campus, uh-huh. uh, and, and we were maybe planning a rendezvous, uh-huh. and she said, I can't come over to your dorm room. I just got my teeth cleaned. There's a little bit of blood in my spit. I think my response would have been I D G A F. I don't give a. Yeah. I, I could see that. The person, yeah, the yeah. person you're giving this to, I don't think they care, and they no. don't need to know. To be honest with you, no. I mean, I, maybe I, I maybe we should be thinking about HIV transmission or something a little bit more here, but literally by the time you yeah. get like. There was visible blood in your saliva. Like, nah, uh-huh. you were oozing from one pocket, and that little bit of blood in your saliva freaked you out. And it was just a little bit of blood, and it mixed with your saliva. Yeah. And it looked like more blood than it was. Literally, I think by the time you got to wherever you were going, that would have stopped you being ready to roll. Uh-huh. I just, I find this so interesting. Like... How much of this is happening? Yeah, you know, the whole side of the world. I just don't know. It's a uh, it's a new world, brave new world. Yeah. So later on down the deal, it says dental cleaning was at lunchtime. I have a date tonight. Yeah. There you go. You're t- like it's... no problems. No problems. Oh my god! Somebody <laughs> said you could do it during the procedure if your dentist is really good. <laughs> 
awesome. Um, let's check into this person. Okay. Um, they have a lot. They have a lot of karma, so I'm going to go to posts. Um, from subreddit Ask Gay Bros, would you still date someone if you knew it was going nowhere? <laughs> from Ask Docs, shaky, weak, and sweaty after a long shower. Um, from Ask Gay Bros, hilariously failing at open relationship. Wow. All right. From Ask Gay Bros, what percentage of gay guys do you find yourself attracted to? Huh. That's like, I don't, I, 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 I keep track of a lot of analytics in my life, like with my dental software and whatnot and marketing stuff. That's an analytic that I don't. I don't have a metric for that analytic glance. Okay. I'm not tracking that one. Mm. Um, Ask Gabe Rose, is checking for herpes part of a routine STD check? (laughs) I got to admit something, Lance. I don't know the answer to that question. I'm I'm just going to assume, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be the first thing you're looking at? I don't know. Uh, from, I can't read that one. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a great one from the server to sleep. What does it feel like to wake up when you're well rested? <laughs> I think you need a mandibular advancement advice, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you can't get enough sleep, no, I'm sorry. If you get enough sleep and don't have a sleep deficit, will you feel rested right when you wake up or will you still feel groggy until you get moving? I guess it depends on how long you sleep, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I wouldn't know. I'm always at the deficit, so how would I know? Yeah, you get up early. I do. Um, is it normal to have fringe dreams? I don't know what that means. Yeah, is the TV show? <laughs> yeah, that's a deep pull. That's <laughs> Pacey. Pacey Witter is in that show. That's Joshua right. Jackson. Uh huh. Um, and and I forget who the main lead was, and I think Leonard Nimoy was in that too. No, it's just guy. Uh, I, uh, Leonard Nimoy's in that. I almost guarantee it. Really? Let's look it up. Fucking dorks. Dorks. Total, total nerd. Um, IMDb Fringe. <laughs> our, our podcast should really be called Josh and Lance Search for Shit. Yeah, totally. Were you thinking John Noble as Dr. Walter? No. Okay. I guarantee... Anna Torv. <laughs> That's a tough name for my girl. Torv. Um, I feel like... Yeah, Leonard Nimoy was in this. Dr. William Bell. He's in 11 episodes, 2009 huh. to 2012. All right. Yeah, I know who you're thinking of, the old man, John Noble. Yeah. Um, who's kind of one of those like those guys that you see yeah. um in a bunch of stuff. He's in Lord of the Rings. Oh, was he? Um yeah, he was uh I ran into was... him at Comic Con down in uh, San Diego. He's really wrinkly. <laughs> Catcher's <laughs> mitt. Um Where else did I, where else have I seen him? Twenty four. Um 
he was in. Yeah, he's one of those guys that's been kind of everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's one of the. He's yeah. recognized him in a, he's a bunch of different things. Yeah, he's twenty four, and yeah. the Lord of the Rings is probably where most people would know him from. We used to watch the uh, that show Elementary, and uh, he was the Sherlock's dad. No, I didn't know that. I didn't watch that one. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Okay. Um, I don't want to read all this by their fringe stream. Nah, it's nah, so it's boring. We'll just say no. Um, fitness classes for sedentary beginners. <laughs> okay. And there's a lot of posts on here. How about in the subreddit of kerning? Brunch? I don't know what kerning what means. What the fuck is kerning? <laughs> okay. I don't know. All right. I really don't know, but I'm there. I, I don't know. I All really right. don't. All right. Whatever it is. Brunch? That's all it says. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, um, I think if you can make it to the parking lot, you're going to be okay. I think so. Hamburger. Hamburger. Um, I think that's going to be about it for tonight, yeah. Lance. Yeah. Whose turn is it for a song? That would be you. Oh, shit, it is? Yeah. Okay, I know what I got. I know gotcha. what I got. All right. Uh, I know what I got. I know what I got. I know what I, I'm going to do something. I've, I don't think I've done this guy before. All right. <laughs> I don't think I've <laughs> done this guy before. Um, okay. So while I'm coming up with that, uh, hey, share this with your friends. Um, I'm sure everybody would love, love to hear about Alonzo Hamburger Jones 75 times in a 49-minute episode. That's don't right. Don't you think, Lance? Uh-huh. So share this. Pass it on. Uh-huh. Um, let them, uh, let your friends, the people that you went to dental school with, um, all of that good stuff. Let them know. Um, hey, let them know about the show. Um, pass it on. Pass it on like herpes. Um, <laughs> rate and review. Um, how many stars do you love? What's your favorite number? Big fan of five. I'm a big fan of five too. Big fan of five. Um, whether that be on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, if you're flicking through Podbean, hey, flick five stars. Uh, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up uh, on any and all of the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at JoshuaAustinDDS. Mash that follow button, slide into the DMs. We love to get your questions. Uh, either one of us can handle that, no problem. Um, my song today comes from a singer-songwriter from San Francisco, California. Oh, all right. N- named Matt Nathanson. You ever heard of Matt Nathanson? I don't think so. He had one, he's had a couple of big hits. Okay. Uh, one was called Come On, Get Higher. Um, that was Probably 2008, maybe. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, somewhere probably 2008 would have been Come On, Get Higher. Okay. The band Sugarland actually ended up doing a country version of that song hmm. and like made it go quadruple septillion platinum, you know, some wow. kind of crazy level of platinum. Okay. But it was Matt Nathanson's song. He's actually a really great uh, lyricist. I think maybe one of the best lyricists going from a singer-songwriter. Uh-huh perspective um he's got one song i forget the name of it um and one of the lyrics i just i just love uh it says she has a master's degree in disappointment 
um, which I, I, I just love it. I, I, that's just such an amazing. Um, she just had, that's just such an amazing lyric. Yeah. It's it's so well done. Um, and so all of his songs kind of have these really, really smart lyrics to them. And um, this is this is this song that I'm going to pick is is kind of right along with that. It's a really great one. It's called Modern Love. Okay. Um, and it's from the the album titled Modern Love from 2011. Uh, and it's it's kind of poppy and 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 fast and good there's other ones that are a little bit slower a little bit kind of you know more it's got uh-huh. a couple dirges and a couple ones that are more more slow but this is a good kind of kind of zippy one um but yeah great great lyricist i think great great musician and uh i hope you uh, hope you guys enjoy it all right well for uh for lance timmerman this is joshua austin peace and hamburger <laughs> Watch your back.